Hey, if you are in construction or just do a lot of handiwork yourself, you must try shark tooth blades in your utility knife. They are specifically made for cleaner, more precise cuts, eliminating the paper drag created by ordinary, dull, one-time use blades. Their blades are 10 times sharper and 5 times more durable. And now, using promo code ESC, you will get an additional 15% off on top of their current sale prices. Visit www.sharktoothblades.com and order yours today. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 157. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo and our very special guest, Eric Butler, independent journalist, report and opine. So guys, just a reminder before we get started to visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com for links to all of our articles, shows, merchandise, all the proceeds which go back into fighting leftist suppression. Guys, it's getting cold out there. It's about to be fall. The leaves are going to be coming down. Pumpkin spice lattes are coming back. Grab yourself a sweatshirt. It's going to keep you warm. I promise you. I promise you. So enough, you know, shilling on my part. Eric, thank you so much for coming on the show. I want to give you kind of, I've seen a lot of stuff, your stuff on Instagram. You have some great stuff on your page. Um, I know you were at the Save Teddy rally. You told us you were at the, um, the Chaz 2.0. You know, just give the folks at home kind of an idea of what you've been seeing on the ground, because that's what we've been trying to do lately. We did it with Kenny. We did it with um, Anthony. And we just want people to understand what they're not getting from the mainstream media. Certainly. Um, thanks a lot, guys, for having me, first of all. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure, and I am excited for the debates tonight, but let's, let's get into this, this New York City stuff first. So basically, when I was furloughed from work, right, way back in March, when the virus started, when the virus came, um, I didn't have much to do, right? I was on furlough, and um, the guys out here in Brooklyn made the mistake of putting a testing facility far too close to my apartment. So I, uh, I, I made some you know, I'll say weekly visits to them only to find, you know, it's, it's a ghost town. And that was at the beginning. I wasn't really, I wasn't looking to do sort of on the ground recording, but it was just so insulting at that point. It was like, there was nothing there. There was nothing going on. Um, it was just a whole bunch of government issue employees, some young kids. It didn't even really seem to be any nurses or anything there. I don't know what was going on. Um, and a bunch, you know, traffic cones. So that's kind of what kicked off the whole thing. Ironically, I remember that day, it was April 10th, and they said they were gonna put this testing facility in the black and brown community to save us. Um, oh, how nice of the Democrats to do that for you. Dude. Yeah, right? For once, what, right? <laughs> they were gonna save us, they were gonna save us. Now, what was really funny is that the, the day, it was April 10th, I just happened to turn on the TV and saw it on the news. I was like, oh, no way, I'm gonna go see what's up with them. And they said, oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, you could get a test, but you gotta call this number to make an appointment, and you gotta have a car, even though we're putting it in your neighborhood, and we're not doing it today because it's too windy. That happened, I have the receipts, all right? COVID doesn't exist when it's too windy. Exactly, so this thing is deadly. And to be honest with you guys, like, it was windy, but I played golf in worse wind, you know? Like, it, it wasn't deadly. You had all those, you had all those, um, those city employees, and you couldn't figure out how to, secure a tent to, to secure a, a you know canopy or whatever so it didn't make sense from the very beginning 
Um, so you fast forward, I, I'm tracking them at least three times a week because again, it wasn't safe for me to go to work. So I start tracking them, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, found them playing catch, you know, tossing a football over, uh, over traffic cones. They this COVID had, on the football. Yeah, dude, this, it was insulting, man. It was honestly insulting traffic cones everywhere as though I never saw I never saw more than three cars at any one time. And we're talking, if you, I mean, uh, you know, shameless plug reporting opine, you could check the old footage on my Instagram. It was a huge parking lot. We're talking about a huge Sears parking lot. Um, you know, basically one city block, basically, right? Right, Eric, before you continue. So remember, remember you, I remember you just said you had to have a car to get tested. Yes. So this is, again, more evidence of Democrat elitism, right? So in New York City, you have to pay all these fines in order to get a gun to protect your home, right? If you're poor, oh, yeah. you can't afford to have a car. So in order to get tested for the virus, you have to somehow get a car. It's, it's, correct. It's just correct. And this is, this, is, this is Flatbush, Brooklyn. I mean, just, you know, to give it a little context, like this is not a super, you know, well, to, it's not a, you know, it's not a ritzy neighborhood, right? And, and I've seen it, I've seen it decline only in this past, you know, in this short seven months, man, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I've been living here for uh, two years and it's, you know, it wasn't awful, but it's, it's not the fanciest neighborhood in New York city. And it has declined since February. I promise you that. And I, I do believe that this virus has a lot to do with it. Um, but that's just the beginning, right? So tracking that site, which again, is also ironic because not only do you have to have a car, but you put it into the, you know, it's, it's heavy, um, you know, Caribbean population, I believe, you know, like a lot of jerk chicken and stuff. No, you know, um, it's delicious, by the way. We don't have that where I'm from back in California. I never had jerk chicken before I moved to Brooklyn, but that's not the point. Um, it, they, they put it here to save us, but you have to have a car. And I actually caught them, I actually caught them suggesting a walk-up customer get an Uber. Think about that. Think about that. Somebody walks up and says, oh, I want to get a test. And they say, well, I, I saw that happen. So think about that. You want to go get tested for this deadly virus, and you suggest that this man get in the back of an Uber. And keep in mind, this was before the masks were mandatory. We're still talking, you know, early April. This is before all the regulations, before they put in all the plastic and all the stuff. Yep. They're telling you to get in a car with a random stranger in order to get tested for a deadly disease. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, I knew something was up. Like, you would... When they played the, I knew the, the first day when they played the win card, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Fast forward a little bit, another gym. So not just the hammocks, sleeping in hammocks. I caught them, I got the receipts, uh, throwing around the football, caught them. But another gym that I really want to highlight is when it was raining one day. This is a little bit closer to the end of the testing facility. So probably sometime in mid-May or early June. I could look it up, but... I caught two people, two employees. I call them virus employees. I don't know if they're city, city officials or something. Um, talking, you know, very close, no mask, very, you know, just having a casual conversation. And I said, hey, guys, what's up? Like, how, why are you guys closed right now? And they said, we had to close because of the thunderstorm. So think about that. They're telling you now that they're more afraid of being struck by lightning than saving people from the virus. 
It's actually a very good. A lot of it was garbage. Target could stay open, but every mom and pop shop had to close. Like we knew it was all like half the stuff we knew was garbage. It was garbage. It was all garbage. And so that was just the beginning, right? That's where I started. I think I got a little traction doing that, but that's kind of old news now because the the city, you know, Brooklyn and and Manhattan for that matter. I don't spend too much time in Manhattan, but you know, I, I, you know, I dabble. Um, It has just devolved into a complete dumpster. I mean, I go, I, I have like um, what I'm calling the Canal Street Chronicles because I have a weird commute. I'm, obviously, I'm back at work now. Um, I've been back at work since July. So, you know, uh, happy for that. But I have a strange commute because I live in Flatbush, but I work in Williamsburg. So I go into the city and then back into Brooklyn on the train. It's just kind of a strange commute, right? Yeah, so there's no direct line. I could take the bus, I guess, but then you kind of sit in traffic and and they're much more strict about the mask on the bus. I mean, for I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I do, At this point, it's principle, right? Now, if you guys, if they would have said, you know what, we suggest you wear a mask on the train, blah, blah, blah. But just the inundation, the, the, they're trying to force me to submit, and it's just not going to happen. And these stations are all disgusting, by the way. I mean, there's, there's some stuff you don't want to see in, in some of these stations that maybe would be beneficial for me to wear a mask, but I can't do it at this point on principle, right? It just banned pooping. They just... <laughs> Just yeah. now, just now, been pooping on the subway. Yeah. It only just got that bad, you know? It's, it hasn't been. <laughs> they waited four months to clean the subways. Don't you dare somebody else's, don't you dare judge someone else's lifestyle. How dare you? It's insane, man. This place, they are trying to turn it into San Francisco. I could say that because I'm from the Bay Area, but this is, we are on a path to, I mean, just, it, it's absolutely disgusting. So you got the, oh, let's not forget the fireworks too, by the way. I, I don't want to don't want to gloss over that part of this summer uh, where we had, I mean, fireworks terrorism, yeah. um, and, and the New York Times wrote a lovely <laughs> puff piece about how you could look up this article. It's like New York City faces uh, an already jittery New York City faces new woes with fireworks or something. And ironically, the cover photo for that article is my block. Right? So I felt this fireworks terrorism. I mean, it, it struck me to the core. I still have a little like, you know, flashbacks about that stuff. But what makes this worse is that the New York Times article wrote in the same article that fireworks are a culturally accepted norm of Brooklyn and, and a show of solidarity with the global Black Lives Matter movement. How can that be possible? How can it be a norm, a culturally accepted norm that happens every summer and a protest? If you gotta pick one, right? That, that just doesn't even make any sense at all. Dude, it doesn't, because I think they realize that people won't read the whole article, but. I, oh, oh, no one God. reads articles anymore. They yeah. look at the headline and that's what they share. I can make something, some like ridiculous article praising BLM in the headline and then write an entire piece about how they're a ridiculous Marxist terrorist organization aligned with Antifa and George Soros and a billion leftists would share it because of the headline. Because they don't, they can't read past the, past the headline. Most of them can't uh, read. That's another problem. No, <laughs> they can't read and they can't read past, they can't read, but if they could still wouldn't get past the headline, unfortunately, that's where we've come. Um, so that fireworks stuff was absolutely awful, but what makes this worse, bro? And I don't want to go, I'm, I'm don't want to be the tinfoil hat guy, but 
that same block, if you look on the map, you will see Regent Place between Ocean Avenue and Flatbush Avenue and Flatbush Brooklyn. That same two block stretch of land that was the, I would venture to say, the nationwide headquarters of the fireworks terrorism, which we can also talk about my mother in California who said her dog was scared to go out for a week. So that's a whole nother can of worms as to how these things just dropped out of the sky all across the country. But that same block, those two blocks, I should say, of Regent Place later became a, a literal gang war. Like, I, you could type in right now, you could go into your Google, your DuckDuckGo and type in Regent Place, Brooklyn, and you will see easily four to five headlines of, it, it's, a, it's a gang war. It's a, it's a, I had a woman outside my place just the other day smoking a crack pipe. That's what these people are fighting over. Now, why is it, why does it happen to be the same block? The same block in that New York Times article went from headquarters of fireworks to headquarters of literal gang territory war. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm not a detective. I don't really know what's going on. But you got the, they're camped out there right now, right around the corner from my house. They have to stay there. They literally have to stay there 24 hours a day. Otherwise, he gets shot up, bro. It's this is, and, and what's so bad is, I truly don't believe when you when you add up the homeless people, the garbage, the violence, um, obviously the killing of the restaurant industry, real estate, all that stuff. It obviously doesn't get this bad without being calculated, right? They said they were going to save us from the virus. <laughs> Who's so so Eric? It? So Eric, my question is uh, for those you know, audience members who might not uh, live in the city or be aware. Uh, can you describe a bit more uh, what fire, the fireworks terrorism entails? So this was, um, it happened for about a month. So it, it did, it did end on like July 5th, you know, so right after 4th of July, but it started in early June. It went on for nearly a month. I'll say about three weeks. And when I say, it was, keep in mind, it's the middle of the summer, so it was staying light till almost nine o'clock. Um, these things were starting before it even got dark. You would start hearing it. Bow, 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 bow. I mean, I called 311, I called 911, and they would go all night. I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Like, mm -hmm. the sun would be coming back up before it would stop. I could hear my neighbors, my neighbor in my building, screaming out the window. You could hear dogs barking. I mean, it was just... And I live on the first floor, so I really felt it. I mean, I can't even, I can't even explain how bad this was. Like, I, there was a point where I thought our building was going to explode. And if I, I could, wish we could, you know, you guys could pull up the article, but if you look at that cover photo, is like my apartment building is just out of frame to the right. And it was just, and you could go outside. I would go outside in the morning, and you would see the streets littered with fireworks trash. Also, how do people get that much money to spend on fireworks? And how was it still entertaining after hour six of the 10th day even? You know, like we're talking loud booms, all a whole variety of fireworks. I mean, we're not talking about some uh, junior high sparkler type stuff. This was this was industrial strength fireworks and it remains a mystery. And I was this, I was joking, of course, most jokes come from a, a nugget of truth is like, they sent the FBI out 
to investigate a garage pull in Bubba Smollett's garage, but they didn't want to investigate how millions of dollars worth of fireworks fell from the sky all seemingly at one time. Literally all across the country, I have people on Instagram sending me messages from Connecticut, Florida, my parents out in California. Uh, They're like, yeah, like these fireworks are crazy. How did that happen? And, and in New York, you can't even really get fireworks. The, you the can't. It's not legal. Yeah, and we've, and and we've, we've saying, seen how organized they are, though, because we've seen it. When the protest started, there were piles of bricks on street corners. Yep. We saw in, in, what was it, Kentucky, when they pulled up in a U-Haul, pulling yep. out shields and signs and supplies. And this, this myth that Antifa is not an organization is the thing that is most infuriating to me because the left will stand behind, oh, it's just an ideology. I'm sorry, you have a flag, you are highly organized, you are running rallies and riots, and you are burning places to the ground. I'm sorry, you are not, it's not an ideology. You are a terrorist organization. Terrorist organization. Designated as such. And I do, real briefly, um, there's a group called Equality for Flatbush. Uh, they are a BLM affiliate. They have um, flyers all around the neighborhood. Um, they, too, are involved in this. Um, they smeared a teacher in the neighborhood of Ditmas Park, which is just about a block or so south of my apartment. And they were saying, they were just throwing everything at the wall. So they were saying, well, the fireworks are a protest to gentrification in Ditmas Park. And they smeared a woman called her Ditmas Park, uh, Ditmas Park Karen, because she started a Facebook group. She started a Facebook group called Peaceful Ditmas to keep the noise down when it first started. And it, it's just the lies, the delusion, the, the gaslighting is just through the roof. And another really fun fact about the fireworks is that when you watch, um, when the real chaz was happening in, was it Seattle or Portland? I always, I always get them confused. Seattle. Seattle, when that was happening, I checked in on, uh, what was his name? Raz, Raz Simone or whatever, like one of the leaders of the chaz. Mm-hmm. I checked in on his uh, Twitter, his social media, and wouldn't you know it, they have the exact same fireworks that I was hearing here. And one of my friends told me that that is how the Chaz started, is that they were blasting off the fireworks so much to confuse the police and keep them, like, keep them at bay, basically. So there was so much going on that they just stopped dealing with it completely and took it over. Now, obviously, it finally got cleaned up after a couple of people lost their lives. But it's just scary that... That was highly coordinated, and this is still pre the garbage, homeless, violence that we're dealing with now, man. This is just getting, it's just, it's, it's all by design as far as I'm concerned. Again, I don't want to be like, well, you know, you know, Charlie and it's always sunny, like trying to connect the dots, but it really, it really is, especially now learning that the Open Society Foundation certainly has some stake in the lock zone. That's scary. Right. I mean, I've seen a lot of, I've seen an uptick actually in open society advertisements on the MTA trains uh, and in the subway system a lot more. And it's all about these virtual messages. I think one of them was for uh, reproductive health, uh, reproductive health, which in other words is just we for know abortion. What that right, exactly. So it's, it's a very scary thought when you have so many people working this sort of speakeasy um, mafia-esque type of, and that's an assault to the mafia, but this sort of organized crime uh, terrorism, like you said, and now I understand, uh, now I can kind of get a better picture why you say it's terrorism, because it, we had our own version of Chaz and Chop. It wasn't nearly as 
you know, big, but it was still an occupied, even like an occupied uh, Wall Street uh, type of deal that was happening. And what it was, it, it was, it's sad to say that so many of these people here living in New York City are blinded at the fact that this is a real thing that's happening and people are just going to be drawn more towards thinking that this is acceptable. I legit had a guy say in my uh, business class, he had, uh, we were talking about, um, you know, the exchange of ideas and he put, well, what do you, how extreme do you think people can go? Because I had just mentioned about the, um, about the, what is that called? I said something about the French Revolution. And he said, because I think it should be exactly the way that we did the French Revolution. And I said- The French Revolution was a fucking failure. It was a failure, but it at created, the same time- It created a police state in France. Even though they're trying to escape from, uh, from a tyrannical government or from- The French a, a, can't a do anything government. right. We already know this. Look how World War II <laughs> ended up for them. Well, right. But at the same time, he was- but. This is a, I think he's around my age, maybe a little bit younger than me, a guy that's saying that we need to do it um, by any means necessary. We need to achieve our goals by any means necessary. This is the only country in the world where you can literally go down a, a street saying no justice, no peace against your own government. Even like attack their officials, their city officials, the bureaucrats, uh, law enforcement agencies, where you will have then millionaires and actors and celebrities bail you out just so you can do it again and even fund you for doing this and people still say that they're oppressed and they need that they need to fight big man well because because, because what's their goal? Conflict. it's all based they, on a lie all of it's based on lies it's all based on a lie and they wouldn't even they wouldn't even know if they won right i mean when i went down to the Chaz and gabe uh, i think when we kind of first met and you did a little write-up when i got uh detained yes, pro I protesting did. the lockdown at an actual peaceful protest with a bunch yes. of people with little American flags and pocket constitutions, and we're talking about two dozen people. No spray paint, no Molotov cocktails, none of that stuff, right? And we right. got arrested, and then you fast forward to that very same park in downtown Manhattan where those junkies, okay, I shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, where those kids were allowed to camp out for nearly a month doing heroin overdose trainings, and you go in there and you see people nodding off spray paint everywhere they even got de blasio resigned they don't like these people so why is de blasio why are cuomo why are they pandering to them because it's clear that they don't like you either so wh who's left i, I don't but, understand but they're not they're not pandering to the people who are protesting they're pandering to the you know the suburban housewife to the college student who looks and goes these people are just fighting for freedom and this and this politician is supporting them but it's all based on lies. It's ridiculous. And it's all done as a part of a political game. It's all a game. Because every single, this has been going on since what? 2013, 2014? BL, or whenever BLM came into yeah, yeah. whenever it was, whenever the, you know, all the, all, they started protesting and Obama was on the side of the people and refused to support law and order. They, nothing has changed. They haven't done anything. What name one Democrat who's done anything to actually benefit black or brown people? It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's all a game and these people don't see it. And what it is, it's terrorism with marketing. That's what it is. So if I want to create a terrorist organization that's going to implement brown shirt tactics, what do I do? I call it anti-fascism. So we're fighting yep. fascism, but we're using fascism. Oh, if I want to use Marxism, if I want to use terrorism against, I want to be a racist organization, what am I going to name it? I'm going to name it Black Lives Matter. Because guess what? The second anyone says they're against Black Lives Matter, oh, you don't think Black Lives Matter? That's yep. what they do. It's literally terrorism with marketing, and people are such sheep, such sheep, 
They don't bother investigating anything. They don't bother doing any reading. They don't bother looking just past whatever, like you said before, whatever is past that that headline that they're forwarding from like BuzzFeed. They don't <laughs> read it. They don't care because it's all about seeming virtuous. It's not about the truth. It's not about the facts. We live in the one of the we live in the greatest country in the history of the world. Like Gabe said, you are so free that you can walk down the street protesting your own government. Th people threaten the president and they haven't been arrested. In that is other, true. In other nations, you would be shot. It's the same. They, it's, the, it's the language, right? I mean, even now with the virus, well, they say, oh, you're asymptomatic. You, you're an asymptomatic carrier. It's like, wait, you mean just a healthy person? Right? They, they like, want everyone to think that they're sick. It's all about fear. Right. No, I got into an argument with this yesterday with, uh, with somebody from high school. Uh, she puts up a video about uh, how, like a, how, how masks can actually help. And this guy put like a flamethrower to a guy's face and the mask was still okay or whatever. It was like, she's like well, it's accessible. Wear a damn mask. Or, and I said, I said, but if I'm not sick, do I need to wear a mask? And I put a little emoji with like a monocle on it. And uh, then- You don't uh, know this, if you're not sick. Wait, 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 wait. Well, exactly. That was the whole thing. And I literally said, and, and then I think her, her boyfriend or some guy, her friend jumps on and is like, oh, you're, you're a freaking idiot. And I just say like, listen, I ask you, the, I'm asking you a simple question. And then uh, he goes up and he's like, oh, uh, he, he quotes uh, the, the thing I have in my, in my quote that says, I'm a guardian of freedom in the American way of life. He's like, oh, I guess you're, you think you're all that. And I said, no, that's actually uh, what we learned in uh, basic training. And that was our soldier's creed. That's what we were taught. So thank you for, you know, insulting an entire organization based off of you just being triggered. So then I just, I said, listen, I was on the phone call with, with Dr. Burks. She never once mentioned a mask. She only said, wash your hands and disinfect your shoes when you come in. Basic hygiene practices, I think. And I said, I just want to hear your perspective. Now, she just says, oh, well, it's just a, um, she just says, oh, well, no one asked for your long-winded explanation about your, uh, about your conference call. Just wear your mask. And, you know, don't insult my, uh, don't insult my friends. I was just like, I just want to hear your perspective, but whatever. Now, what's interesting was that I said, if you're not sick, then what does that mean? She said, she starts giving me a lecture about being asymptomatic. Asymptomatic doesn't mean that you are hundred percent healthy. It just means that you happen to have this. So correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone here or anyone in the comments, whoever sees this later down the line, if you're asymptomatic, you have the illness, you're just immune to it. You're just going to carry it. But that doesn't mean that you're okay. But just assuming that everyone is who is not sick normally is not a carrier whatsoever. And just assuming that these people are like myself, like you guys who aren't sick and probably get tested or have gotten tested before, we understand that we're not going to give it to anybody. You people say, trust the science. But when I'm literally on the phone with, or I'm a part of a phone conversation with one of the top doctors in the, in the country. And when, we have so many people telling us just, you know, it's really about practicing decent hygiene. Obviously don't cough on somebody, you know, you're running the risk, but you're destroying in the entire city, the entire state, New York state, I think now has about 38 different states. So you're not allowed to really travel in between to and from. It's really just like you, like you said prior to Evan, just like this control and this, this spread of fear. And what the icing on the cake was that she, it, according to this other guy was a nurse. <laughs> like, wait a second. So how is that the science? I'm telling you. And she's like, well, you know, you kind of insinuate. I said, no, I didn't insinuate anything. I literally said, if you're not sick, if you're healthy, you shouldn't wear it. I'm not talking about asymptomatic or nothing. If normal, regular, healthy people out in the world, they, did, they don't need to wear a mask. Don't confuse 
feeling good about it with actual science. Feeling good about, uh, out of a sign of respect is not the same as actually being supporting by science that I cannot scientifically give you a virus if I'm not sick from it. Right. Or if I'm and, not a carrier it, for it. Again, it's, it's terrorism. It's tyranny with marketing, right? It's mm -hmm. just wear a mask. It's no, you're all sick. Everyone is sick. You have to be afraid of everybody. It's trust the science, right? But guess what? Almost everything except for gravity in the scientific community has multiple sides to it, right? Climate change has multiple sides. The, the effects of climate change, the causes of climate change, the virus with a treatment for the virus, everything has multiple sides. So what they're not saying is trust the science because there's no consensus in it's science. Trust right. it's, it's trust our science. It's trust our views on it. It's trust my science. It's trust what I believe. It's you have to believe what I believe. It's, 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 it is insane. Because as soon as you get a Dr. Simone Gold or um, what was the other lady that went super viral a month or so ago? I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't walk in lockstep with Fauci. They got censored, yeah. right? I mean, I don't understand. Like those are those are doctors or science. I don't know exactly what her doctor Simone Gold. I guess is her name. So she's a doctor, but she didn't go along with what the mainstream narrative was. So they censored her. So it's obviously. I mean, they let this guy Fauci on TV twice daily, basically. You know, and you talk to Doctor Oz or whatever Hollywood doctors that they have, and they get to spew their fear mongering. But as soon as why can't they have a roundtable? Why can't? Why can't Fauci go on there and- Because and that's not what they want. They want control, they want obedience, they want you to do exactly what they say because everything is a test, right? Because if you follow exactly what we say during the coronavirus, guess what? When the next thing comes up, follow exactly what we say because we are the only ones that can keep you safe. And the go no government in the history of the world has ever been able to accomplish anything on that type of scale. They failed on everything, even the United States government, the war on drugs, how'd that go? The war on poverty, how did that go? War on crime. These things do not work. They are not fixable by the government. And they keep crying and they keep beating their head against the wall. And it's just like these Democrat cities for 50 years, you've been beating your head against the wall. And what have you gotten? Large amounts of crime, large amounts of power, po uh, poverty, and, you know, what is it? Institutional racism. It's all in Democrat-run cities. It's a scam. And they keep voting for them. It's a scam, bro. It's a complete and total scam. And you got guys like Cuomo out there. I remember distinctly when he started posting on his social media, show respect, wear a mask. And I'm like, wait, respect? I thought, just, you know, two weeks ago, you said it was about health and safety. Now, is it is it about health and safety or is it about respect for your it, nonsense? It, it can't be about health because not one time do they ever tell anyone what they can do to boost their immune system or to live a healthier lifestyle. Not how to eat better, not to get out. Remember, it wasn't go outside when the weather's nice. When it's actually safest during the summer, when the virus is weaker and your immune system can be stronger, it's all fear, all control, it's all bullshit. We're not saying the virus is bullshit. We know the virus is real, we know people died. Right. The, the nonsense is how they implemented their system of control. That is garbage. If you can go to Walmart, which is one of the most disgusting stores in the history of the world, how come you can't go, how come a gun store can't be open? Why can't a gun right. store let in three people at a time? When right. people can be in Walmart walking right next to each other, coughing all over each other. It's right. all well, garbage. Don't forget, don't forget, 20,000 people apparently over uh, the 4th of July weekend got COVID, even though none of these people, because I went to the beach on the 4th of July, none of these people actually went to go get tested. But remember, those 
numbers kept going up. But remember, a BLM protest did not. No one from those BLM protests, those 50,000 march on Washington or anything of that nature had actually affected COVID numbers. But people say, well, they were all wearing masks. And I say, wait a second, didn't you say that masks were not 100% effective? Now you have people at White House briefings saying, well, masks have been proven to be more effective, Mr. President, so why are you rolling out a vaccine? I'm not necessarily the most pro-vaccine guy, but at the same time, we've been taking vaccines for a lot longer. We know that they help, do, they, they, without so much meddling, have in fact you know, boosted. I think that there have been some positive effects to the immune system. But what happens next? Because the president's keeping up on his promises, he is now being ridiculed. You have to be able to treat the disease. It's not, a, it's this nonsense with the lockdowns, with the mess. It's all bullshit. It really is. It's all garbage. You need to find treatment. So if someone gets sick, it can be actually treated. Putting someone on a ventilator did nothing but kill people. I know people work right. in emergency rooms. All it did was kill people. You need exactly. the, the key should have been finding treatments. I find a vaccine. You know how long it takes to make a vaccine? It's like two years. You think I'm gonna walk around with a man? You think the country's gonna survive? Closing restaurants to die? Like, come on. It's no, it's okay. Happen. It's okay because NYC, now you're gonna have year round uh, outdoor dining. It's permanent. But it here's the kicker. Insane. That is, yeah, it is insane. It is insane. But here's the kicker they're making uh, what they're called yurts, like these. Uh, more so individual enclosed areas. You are enclosing yourself in a smaller space with less ventilation. Just the only excuse is you're putting a heater in there and you're gonna say that that's supposed to save you? And you're, wait, and you're telling me they're gonna, they're gonna completely sanitize that entire thing every time somebody leaves? Yeah, don't forget, we gotta pay 50 bucks if we're not there. Yeah, sorry, if we're, if we're not wearing our masks. It's, it's ridiculous. And today is, okay, today is September 29th. And de Blasio says he'll find anyone, I'm just reading it from Daily Mail, he'll find anyone in New York who doesn't wear a mask in public as the infection rate surpasses 3% for the first time since June, thanks to nine Brooklyn and Queens neighborhoods where cases are skyrocketing. But, but who's dying? It, but people aren't dying. The death rate is so low right now. People are not dying. The virus is weaker. Now is the time for people to be out. Yes, you shouldn't be coughing on people. Don't go around licking doorknobs. And you shouldn't have been doing that before, right? Right, yeah, I mean, come on. I'm not, I'm not gonna judge anyone's lifestyle, but you know. <laughs> but it, essentially the thing is, I during this entire time, the entire lockdown, I've been out and about. I've been running errands for my mom. I've been around my mom. My mom is over 60 and has one kidney. I have been around her before I even had a mask on. I was going grocery shopping in two different stores twice a week no one in my family got sick why because i washed my hands yeah I don't Who know near people i don't know this whole mask thing the mask thing is about control it really is it's about fear and control and taking people who have no business coming up to me when i'm on the street and yelling at me to wear a mask mind your own goddamn business you don't, don't know me. You, don't, you don't know me and i don't owe you shit <laughs> But don't we remember, if you look back at it, they didn't start going crazy with the mask until three or four months in. That right? is true. At the beginning, you had Fauci saying people don't need to be wearing a mask. You had the Surgeon General saying people don't need to be wearing a mask. It wasn't until months in. And now they say, you're going to, you got to pay a fee if you don't, like, well, hold well, on. You know what they do? They say, oh, well, well, they did more research on masks. You think they don't do, they haven't done research on surgical masks? that they use in hospitals for what, like 30, 40 years now? 
Come on, let's 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 be let's be real here. You're telling me they didn't know what surgical masks did in terms of virus transmission before Corona? That's a hundred percent bullshit. There is no <laughs> fucking way that they just figured out that a surgical mask will protect people. There's no way. That's impossible. And you see these viral clips. You see these viral clips, and I'm not sitting here. I'm not gonna say that this is all. But I'm sure you guys have seen that clip of like some some factory in a third world country where these guys are sitting around barefoot sewing together surgical masks. Yeah. And not to say that that's where they're all coming from, but you do that does kind of make you think like, well, where was this thing before I put it strapped into my face, right? <laughs> like, I, who, who are you really saving here? Like, when I got detained for protesting lockdown, again, in an actual peaceful protest, just because I wanted to go back to work. That was it. I just wanted to go back to work. I, I work in real estate. I was, oh, you're so I, selfish, Eric. Oh, my God. I, What's no, wrong no, I was going to... Are you a closet white supremacist just like gay? I, I am. Shut up. <laughs> you, you figured it out. You figured it out. Dude, it, it's, it just, it's so bizarre. Like, guys, you got to calm down. They detain us. And guess what? We get, they put us, they put nine people in a van for 10, right? So no social distancing. I wasn't wearing a mask because I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. But we get to the station. What happens? A New York City police officer puts a mask on my face while I'm still handcuffed. You have any idea where the hands of a New York City police officer? Might that's five star, Eric. That's five star treatment. Other people got a, uh, a baton to the face. Okay. Oh, geez. I'm just <laughs> saying. But hey, you're lucky this isn't the '70s. You might have got a baton somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> the oh yeah. Need to get a baton to the face. That's what the the writ. You know the. You know what I'm talking about. Those guys that burned down all of Soho. They basically burned down all of Lower Manhattan from from the World Trade Tower damn near to Union Square, bro. Like, and loads of those businesses are still boarded up. You could go to Fifth Avenue, bro. Fifth Avenue and 57th Billionaires Row. There's boarded up businesses. You think those are coming back? Not at all. Oh, no, oh, the real problem is we have a whole generation of kids who grew up on cyberbullying, right? So if you have a problem with someone, you don't have to say it to their face, right? You don't need those consequences of getting punched in the mouth. You can go home, make a fake account, and bully someone until they're ready to kill themselves. That's the problem is because they've been spoiled and no one's ever been punched in the face. Now these people think they can run up to cops during protests, spit in their face, and throw shit at them, and nothing's going to happen. That it's is all based problem. on lies, by the way. All, all based on lies. Yeah. All based on fake. I mean, come on. And then man. they spread more lies about the organization. We know that BLM and Antifa are burning down cities along with these other organizations. The Democratic Socialists of America. Um, what was it? Revcom. All these places. They, are, they want to start a revolution. It is terrorism with better marketing. That's all it is. And guess what? The leftist media covers for it. And it, and it, it puts people in that position to defend it when they have no idea what the hell they're doing. Disgusting. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, we're just going to see more of this. I'm waiting until after uh, November 3rd to see what's going to happen. I personally believe that the president is going to wait uh, until he wins officially uh, to then say, all right, now it's time to actually ensure that our streets are safe. I don't personally, you know, it's like, well, I understand you have to do things for politics and for policy wise and for good optics. But at the same time, I understand that if he doesn't win, then we're going to see a lot more of this and it's going to be encouraged. It's going to be more of the semantics. If you're not with us, you're against us. If you're against Black Lives Matter, but you're they still won't get the racist. change because we saw it during Obama, right? Obama was the same thing. I completely support these riots. What did Obama do for the black community? Absolutely well, nothing. 
Well, Obama no. also compared the Obama also compared the disciples of Jesus Christ to uh, that of ISIS members. So dude, these people, I mean, they, the standards are low here. Obama's a fucking moron. Dude, he's such a scumbag. They're all such scumbags, and they want to do away with. You know, they want to, They don't want people to, to be able to worship. They don't want people to go to be able to go to church because they truly feel like people should worship them and that they're going to save them. If the Democrats, you know, these people. All right, they want full on tyranny. The government is God. That's what they want. That's, the that's exactly play. what they want. It's big government play, and that's what the neocons are doing too. And that's why you have these the Bushes, you have Mitt Romney, who hate President Trump because it's all about putting yeah, it's all about putting power back to the people. Oh yeah. I mean, what did we even see? We saw that uh, when it came to the Atlantic, an anonymous source from four years ago possibly might have heard, was in the room, but again, we're not too sure that, uh, the, pres that the president was um, talking ill about his soldiers and about his military service members. Uh, meanwhile, we have proof, verifiable proof. We, you see, Republicans were able to find actual testimonial uh, evidence from these people. The president recently released a clip of Joe Biden calling soldiers... Uh, he's, he told his soldiers, uh, or our soldiers, uh, clap, you stupid bastards. <laughs> As if we're monkeys to just do things on command. Yeah, Gabe, or, you can say anything now. I have an anonymous source that Andrew Cuomo allegedly likes to shove a pencil up his ass while someone licks his nipple. <laughs> allegedly. It's from an anonymous I mean, source. It's the rings. It's the rings. <laughs> but it, it's just ridiculous. The, the, the state of mainstream media is absolutely disgusting. They don't report the news anymore. It's all propaganda. It's all fear. Because guess what? When the world is burning, CNN will be covering it. So stay tuned. It's, it's insane, bro. Guys, I, it's, these Democrats, bro. And again, of course, obviously the Republicans are not perfect. But the, 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 the hypocrisy, the gaslighting, this, this, these Democratic platforms, it's not going to stop. We need an uprising and there should be unrest. Like, come on, guys, give it a rest, bro. It, it's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. Yeah, it is. And I think that's a great place to end this show. Eric, why don't you give people some more information of where they can find more of your stuff online? Yes, sir. So just go find me on Instagram, right? Report and opine. You'll see my little little cartoon of me with my little Keep America Great hat. And uh, also same title, Report and Opine on YouTube. And um, yeah, man, thanks a lot, guys. Very happy to have you. Gabe, why don't you give people your 3,000 different handles that you have on social media? Well, well, Eric, thank you so much for really coming out. And to anyone who's watching this stuff, Please, I want you guys to um, really understand what Eric is doing when it comes to the things that he is um, reporting about. It's really awesome. Uh, I finally get it. It's actually more so of an art form. I, I personally think it's art through his photography, showing how disgusting that this city has really become. And it's a disgrace. So please, if you want unbiased, a raw look at what New York City is devolving into, please go follow Eric. With that being hey. said, you're very welcome. Also, follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at Baron.Montalvo and on Twitter, Baron underscore Montalvo. And uh, on Facebook, if you tap the pages section, Gabriel E. Montalvo. And if you support the has if you support messing up. If you support the Hispanic conservative movement and message, please follow us uh, on social media platforms. Look up Republican National Hispanic Assembly. Uh, and if you're a New York, New York chapter, we'd be loving to have you and to do more activism. God gave it took forever. But no, guys, make sure to, again, once again, visit our website, EmpireStateConcernedNetwork.com for all our stories, blogs, uh, some of which are written by Gabe. Hopefully, there'll be more eventually. But Use code GABE10 to get 10% off on all merchandise. Yes, visit our store. Use code GABE10. Help Gabe make, a, help Gabe make some money.
Um, follow us on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, uh, on Twitter at Empire State Cons. For some reason, we're still on there. On Facebook at Empire State Conservatives. Again, all of our videos and episodes are linked there. All the news, all the stuff we share is also linked to our Facebook group. And Shadow Band. Yes, and uh, yes, we are shadow banned on all platforms, so please help us break the shadow ban. Share, like, subscribe, and on all audio platforms, if you can, share. We are Empire State Conservatives Podcast. For that, wash your hands and don't let fear take your freedom. (laughs)